Hello everyone and every weeb to We Gotta Talk About This, the anime podcast show for those little gems and hidden news. It is I, your host, the one foot in, one foot out closeted anime nerd, Megan, and welcome to the first pilot episode of this series. Please, please take a seat and close your eyes because today we got a bit of an essay to get through about a little gem I feel doesn't get the spotlight enough. Hi, Bene Redme. That song was from Hi, Bene Redme. It's called Free Wings, and I just thought it'd be a little fun thing to add for a transition. Okay. Um, I can feel you guys scratching your heads a bit trying to recall if you know that name or not, but if you've been around the anime block a few times, you may have heard whispers in the wind about this show. Hi, Bene Redme is an odd show that I feel gets overshadowed by its more successful sister, Serial Experiments Lane, which, ironically, I still haven't seen yet. Uh, please don't kill me. These two get grouped a lot when talking about shows that feel the same way in both atmosphere and art direction. I remember being around 14 years old when I saw the posters for these two and kept getting them confused. I always knew so much more about Serial Experiments Lane that I never even bothered to look into Hibane Renme. Until about three years ago, when I saw that they had it on Funimation, I was like, enough is enough. I'm finally going to sit down and watch the show. I really want to know if it's good as they say. And honestly, it was great. (laughs) Hibane Renme was a show that was made in 1998 to 2002 with one season of 13 episodes and a bunch of add-ons afterwards. It was definitely not known by its English name, Grey Wings, though marketing would like you to think that it was. It really, it really was not. Um, It was produced by the studio Radix Ace Entertainment and directed by Tomokazu Tokoro, which he was actually the director on this as well as Serial Experiments Lane, hence the same art direction. He also worked on a few Lupin movies and Lupin spinoffs, as well as the semi-popular show White Album, which I feel really shows his love of the quieter moments in anime. His directing style showcases the attention to atmosphere and how a show really makes you feel. With his most popular shows, you can tell that they all share a similar theme, which is silence quiet moments hit harder and with Hibane Renme it's no surprise that there would be a lot of quieter to almost silent moments. Hibane Renme is a show about a girl who wakes up wakes up inside of a giant cocoon I guess as she breaks out into a room with two other girls in it. They tell her she is a Hibane and that she will grow wings soon which is a very a painful process, apparently, and they give her a halo to help with the process of transforming. The girl who emerged from the cocoon has no memories of who she is, so the other girls decide to name her Raka. She is told all about the rules a Hibane must follow in the strict new town she's been birthed into. The rules are that a Hibane are to never own anything new, never use money, and to never touch the mysterious wall that circles the town. Without spoiling the show, I'll stop there because I really need you guys to see this. Experience the confusion and discomfort of the unknown, bask in the silence and the moments of sheer darkness. The only thing I will mention is there will be a train at some point. I don't understand its metaphorical meaning, but there's a fucking train at some point and it'll confuse you as much as it confused me. 
Anyways, obviously it's hard to talk about the beauty and wonder of a show without spoiling it, but I'll try my best. The animation art style of the show is very 1998. It gives that weird glow of old hand-drawn animation and it especially gets more intense when streaming services get their hands on it. For converting the old DVD to stream kind of makes the quality drop a bit. Watch now on Funimation in sub or dub. I personally went with the original Japanese because I'm me and I feel like I don't want to get distracted by English voice actors attempting to make subtle vocal noises, so do what you'd like. <laughs> Oddly though, the animation aged well enough. Its unique art style has stood the test of time and I really enjoyed the way the girls have a familiar yet so alien look to the way that they were drawn. I know that older anime art styles can be a turnoff for some people and I totally understand but this show is so plainly drawn that the animation is just a vessel to deliver the story. You're not really paying attention to the art style when you're so engrossed in the information they are telling you. There's nothing very outlandish with its backgrounds or its color palette but the muted tones of the show work so beautifully to make you feel like you're in some weird dream you can't quite wake up from yet. It also has a great way of world building, where you don't understand anything until you learn it. You and Raka are both new to the environment, so when she learns something, you do too. Duh, of course. But I remember being happy that there wasn't any horrible exposition conversations, but that things flowed naturally. Like, of course the girls would tell Raka about her wings and the halo on her head and all the other things that they knew about being a hibernate, which honestly wasn't very much at all. She was hatched from a cocoon with no memories other than a dream that she was falling with a crow. Do I know what that metaphor means? No idea, and you never will too unless you have some sort of degree in poetry or English and a crow falling metaphor makes complete sense. But in all its obvious flaws of poor animation and crowds of people or faraway shots or that it's shrouded in some metaphors you can't quite crack, this show made me feel things and even a few years after watching it I can't help but think about it. The show wasn't only a weird story about half angel girls but it was an experience and at the time the show really spoke to me in the fact that depression and guilt play a heavy role in the story. I felt that the nothingness through the screen and it really carried with me. So to understand and appreciate the show more, I decided to sit and listen to the OST original soundtrack by itself to see if even without the visuals, it could grip me. And holy crap, it does. The music for the show, especially its opening theme, it's obviously not a banger that you can sing along to, but it's this beautiful orchestral upbeat tone really sets the mood for the first few episodes as this new world we're just taking part in. Obviously, you listen to the transition and that song was a part of the OST itself, Free Wings. And if you couldn't tell by that beautiful orchestral uh, piece that this show is about meaning and deepness and experience. Um, I don't know how else to convince you, but this OST runs at almost three hours. 
long, which is fine. It's okay. There are sometimes songs that repeat to force the same feeling in multiple scenes, but when it really matters, the fresh, new, expertly done pieces come into full effect. The music was done by Kao Otani, which he is most known for his amazing work on the other classic show of 1998, Outlaw Star, which has one of my favorite anime openings of all time. You guys need to listen to it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but he really had a breakout with Hibane Redmay as his most popular work. And honestly, he really gave that musical vibe that something is always off. Along with the director's love for moments of quiet, they blended that so well with the scenes of upbeat village music to make you feel moments of safety and security. Though you're confused every step of the way, you can't help but feel at home. If you want to know exactly what this show is like, I advise you to go listen to the song Blue Wings. It perfectly captures the feeling of the entire show. If it doesn't sit right with you, I need you to ask yourself why. Is it the way it makes you feel or is it that this type of music you don't normally listen to? This is a unique show that we don't see often enough. The eerie vocals of Blue Wings should guide you into the messed up world that these girls are subjected to with very little to no knowledge. They just exist in the space, shrouded with guilt and confusion, of what their purpose is in all of this. Blue Wings makes you understand that. I worry that a lot of new modern anime watchers will never give this show the attention it deserves with its odd art style and older soundtrack. A lot of people nowadays want to watch things that make them pumped up or happy or escape the world that they're in, but Hibane Renme forces you to look into yourself. Why do you feel the way you do? Do you connect to the girl's struggles and with the grappling feeling of absolute confusion about obeying orders anyways? Uh, why can't the Hibane own anything new? Why can't they use money? And why is there a giant wall that surrounds the city that the girls can't touch? It poses these questions and some of them will never be answered, but I promise the journey is worth so much more than the destination. I understand the fear of going into shows that make you think or challenge the taste you have already set up for yourself. I personally hate mecha anime, but there are some shows that prove that the story is worth more than the genre that they're placed into, like the show Eureka 7, which is an absolutely going to be an episode for another day. <laughs> but it's the same thing with the 1988 show Gunbuster. It's an absolute classic that people rave on and on about, about how the characters and the story are worth so much, even though it's just giant robots fighting other robots, which, you know, has its perks, I guess. But I promised myself that I would watch it one day, despite it being a mecha. If you never take chances with shows or books or songs, you never know what you truly like. And I promise Hibane Renme, aka Grey Wings, is worthy of your time and attention. Even if the slow pace can make you feel like you're watching a weird farm town show, the characters really hold true to being people. Even with wings on their back and halos above their heads, Allow the show 
to take you on this weird artsy winding road filled with wonder and mystery for a place in mostly sepia tone, but I promise it's worth it. I really wanted to talk about certain scenes of this show and how they made me feel, but I'm such an advocate for going into shows blind, the less you know, the better. This show is an oddball masterpiece for anyone who's looking for a break from popular shonen shows and wants to sit back and experience the ever-changing world of this anime. So when you have time to set aside roughly six hours, because trust me, you'll want to watch it all in one go, I would hate for you guys to come back four or five times just to have your mind continuously reblown and have this sad sunken feeling for multiple days on end. Um, but when you're ready to, you need to sit back, get comfortable, and have your mind rest in the atmospheric town of Haibane Renmei. you guys so much for listening and as this is the first episode I kept it super spoiler free and more essay than I'd like to do for future things but this was a blast to write and record if you guys have any suggestions on what little gems or hidden news you'd like me to cover comment below and I'll definitely check them out I already have a few things lined up for future episodes and I can't wait to hear from you guys as well don't forget to take genre risks. It'll always be worth your while. I'm Megan, and thanks for listening to We Gotta Talk About This. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>